Good morning, good afternoon, whatever time it is, wherever you are. I just want to thank you for joining me today, Tamika Nicole in the Zone, where we talk all things sports, all the news, all the topics you need to know about or want to talk about. We talk about it in the zone, so let's get right into it because we've got a good show for you today. Let's jump into the zone. So the NFL season schedule dropped yesterday, and I know you've been looking at your squad schedule, and you've been trying to decide which ones are the L's, what are the W's, which ones are the toss-ups, because you're not sure what that team is going to look like this season because, you know, they've had changes. And then you're trying to decide, what's my record going to be? And so that's the good stuff. I love hearing everybody talk about what they think their season's going to look like. Because everything looks good on paper until you get to the game and you're dealing with injuries or different things with personnel or not making necessary changes in the game defensively or whatnot. So, hey, anything can happen on any, any given Sunday as we know. But let's take a look at the schedule and see what we're looking at. On week one, kicking off on September 9th. Can't wait. So who do we have? We have the Ravens versus the Raiders. The Bears versus the Rams. We got the Packers versus the Saints. Now that's going to be interesting because we know Drew Brees is not with the Saints, so If Jameis Winston is starting, it'll be a good look just to see how he's looking and what the chemistry is with the team. And then, of course, with Green Bay, we don't know who we're going to have a QB. So that could be an interesting game. We have the Broncos versus the Giants. We got the Dolphins with the Patriots. Chiefs versus the Browns. Cardinals versus the Titans. Jets versus the Panthers. Vikings versus Bengals, 49ers versus the Lions, Steelers versus the Bills, Chargers versus Washington, Eagles versus the Falcons, Jaguars versus Texans, Seahawks versus Colts, and then the big game is Dem Boys versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And Tom Brady is having himself a good time right now, <laughs> sending winks to the Cowboys. Can't wait till September 9th. We ready? Are you ready? And I'm like, Brady might want to pump your brakes because them boys don't like when you start trolling and talking about them like that. They'll come out there and swing and play hard and be looking for revenge. So, (laughs) no, Brady's having himself a good time after his Super Bowl win, after going to a different team and getting the pick his his team pretty much around him and so he's just sitting on top of the world right now like who up next and we know Jerry somewhere saying Brady who <laughs> I love messing with Jerry but no it should be a great way to start the Sunday night football and the first week of football so I'm excited I know you're excited So we'll be counting down to kickoff. 
I want to go back to the discussion about Tim Tebow and him joining the Jaguars as a tight end. We know that he has a close relationship with Urban Myers and that being his football coach in college and they've remained close. They've said it's like a father-son relationship, basically. But I wanted to take a different look than we did Tuesday and not just who else deserves the opportunity to play as in Colin Kaepernick or me bringing up T.O. saying that he still wanted to play for the Cowboys because he still got it. He said he's ready. But I wanted to go a little deeper when there are football athletes that have started playing the game at five, six years old, playing flag football, working their way up through their age categories, playing all the way up to trying to make the JV squad and the varsity team and the work that goes into just that. Not just the games on Saturday, not just the practices. That doesn't count the summer conditioning. And here in Texas, it's hot. (laughs) But the summer conditioning, the two-a-days, and then that doesn't count the extra stuff you do, the camps that your parent or parents send you to so that you can have an advantage. Agility camp, quarterback camp, tackling camp, wide receiver camp, all the camps. (laughs) And then... There's those that run track off season to make sure they're staying in shape and keeping up that speed and agility. It's nonstop almost. It's almost year round. It's a sacrifice. It's a commitment for a young athlete and their family. So then you're working your way up to high school, playing, wanting to play under those Friday night lights. Then you're wanting to get a scholarship to play in college, get scouted. So you have those that end up making that. Then they're playing college, and it's grueling just like the NFL. And then you're trying to get drafted. And that's why I think draft day is such a great day because you're literally watching their hard work pay off, regardless if I get who I want for my team or not or where whoever goes. And whether you're the first pick in the first round or you're the last pick in the last round, I have much respect for you because you put in so many years of work and sacrifice and probably missed out on a lot of things. And it took discipline. And then you have those that have worked just as hard as those that got drafted that didn't get drafted at all. And so they don't quit. They still go to team workouts to try to get looked at. And I wanted to give a shout out to the coaches that are coaching flag football and all the way up, the sacrifices they're making, the time, the dedication, the finances they're giving to help these young players have the foundation and the skills to be their best. So tying that back to Tim Tebow, yes, he put in his time too. I'm not taking that away from him. He's an athlete. He he did the same thing everybody else had to do so that he could get drafted, so that he could play his years in the NFL. I'm not taking that away from him. But eight years later, to wake up and say, I want to play again. Urban is a coach. That's an easy way for me. I want to play not as a backup quarterback 
or anything like that. I just, mm, what do I want to play? Let me see. I think I, I want to do tight end. And how, as an athlete, that has to be demoralizing when you're just chasing to even have an opportunity just to be looked at. And my point about Tim Tebow is, what did he have to do to prove that he's ready to play as a tight end right now? What workout did he have to do for the Jaguars? What did he have to prove that he has the skills that he has the mentality to play as a tight end and to block when you're not even used to blocking or having to block. And so that's just how I wanted to spin it today and get your thoughts on how demoralizing it may be for those who have worked so hard or even in the locker room. I know I brought up Michael Vick said that maybe he'll help boost morale in the locker room, but I think it could have the opposite effect, actually. So how I look at it is Urban being a newer, a new NFL coach, having drafted Trevor Lawrence, the top quarterback, first pick. You even drafted a good running back, even though you had one. So this is about rebuilding Don't allow this to be a distraction for the team. This is a great time to rebuild and focus on your rookie players and bringing unity and that team aspect together. And I just feel like Tim Tebow right now is a distraction for them. So let's hop over and take a look at what's going on in the NBA world. So let's take a look at some of these games that took place earlier this week. We had Tuesday, the Warriors face the Suns. Steph Curry against CP3. Warriors beat the Suns 122-116. to Point-wise, we have Jay Crowder with 20 points. Devin Booker with 34 points. CP3 had 24 points, 10 assists. And three rebounds. Steph Curry had a very slow start in this game, y'all. But he ended up with 21 points, six assists, and three rebounds. Jordan Poole with 20 points. We also had the Mavericks and the Grizzlies play Tuesday. I thought this was going to be a great matchup with where their standings are in the Western Conference. The Mavericks started off strong, but fell off. Luka didn't have his best game, but Grizzlies did beat the Mavericks 133-104. to Luka with 12 points, 5 assists, and 5 rebounds. Tim Hardaway Jr. with 19 points. Dylan Brooks with 22 points, 2 assists, 2 rebounds. And Ja Morant with 24 points, 8 assists, and 7 rebounds. Now, my favorite game was Tuesday night, the Knicks versus the Lakers. I was wondering if the Knicks were still going to come to the West Coast and take care of business like they did with the Clippers and if the Lakers were going to be able to match up well against the Knicks with the great ball that they've been playing. Julius Randle and Derrick Rose having some great games. And boy, was this game 
just spectacular. It was like a playoff game. It was hard for me to watch either team lose because they just both played so hard and left it all on the court like it was the championship game. It was close the whole time, just a straight, just a straight shootout. The game goes into OT, y'all, and the Lakers were able to beat the Knicks 101 to 99 in OT. Derrick Rose had a great night, 27 points, six assists, and six rebounds. R.J. Barrett had eight points. Julius Randle with 31 points, five assists, and eight rebounds. He had a great night. A.D. with 20 points, four assists, six rebounds for the Lakers. Andre Drummond, 16 points, three assists, and 18 rebounds for the Lakers. And Kyle Kuzma came up big for the Lakers. Now, I was wondering, did LeBron get him hyped up because LeBron was on the sideline going up and down? Now, the ankle's looking good, but he was walking up and down just coaching him, getting his team pumped up, hyped up, like, hey, I just need y'all to finish strong for me, push and get some wins, and just give me this time to to heal and so I can come back and be the help that you need. But Kyle Kuzma came up big, so shout out to Kyle Kuzma. The Lakers then played the Rockets and beat them 124 to 122 with no LeBron and no AD. AD was experiencing some tightness, but Andre Drummond had 20 points. Horton Tucker had 23 points, 10 assists, two rebounds. Kyle Kuzma again, 19 points, seven assists, and 10 rebounds. Now it's said that LeBron would be back and play against the Rockets. Everybody's like, what's going on? And, you know, how speculation and you have to make a whole story out of it. I just think he's like, hey, my team's doing pretty good. They're hanging in there. Worst case scenario is the playing tournament, but at least we'll have a chance. And the longer I'm off this ankle, the more time it's healing. And I think he just wants to get as close to 100% as he can. And so... The more time he's not playing, the better and stronger he's getting. And I think he just wants to be able to be that LeBron that his team needs and that he wants to be. And to get, a, they're trying to get another ring. So they're not backing down no matter what it's looking like. They're, they're still hanging in there and ready for whatever. And so even though LeBron didn't make it back to play against the Rockets, You know who did make it back? James Harden made it back, y'all. Nets played the Spurs. James Harden came off the bench, played for a limited 25 minutes, and in that 25 minutes, you know what he did? He had 18 points, 11 assists, and 7 rebounds. This man has not missed a beat. He just came back like he has been playing. He missed 18 games and came back like nothing happened. So, welcome back, James Harden. Great night. Nets did beat the Spurs 128 to 116. In his interview, Harden said, not to brag or anything, but I'm really good at this game. And I ain't mad at you. <laughs> no, hey, I'm, no, I'm not mad at you at all for saying that. He's a hard a hard player. He plays hard. 
he's up there with Westbrook as far as my favorite players. So hats off to James Harden for doing what he does. But that's what's been going on in the NBA. So there's been some slight changes in the Eastern and Western Conference standings. So want to keep you posted on what's going on. So let's see where everybody is standing right now. We're going to start with our Eastern Conference of the NBA. So we have 76ers at holding that one spot still. The Nets at two, Bucks at three, Atlanta Hawks at four, Heat at five, Knicks have dropped to six, the Boston Celtics at seven, the Hornets at eight, Pacers at nine, and the Washington Wizards are still holding that 10th spot. So as of today's standing, the Celtics, Hornets, Pacers, and Wizards would be up for the play-in tournament. So let's travel all the way to the West Coast. We have the Utah Jazz holding that one spot, Phoenix Suns at two, Clippers at three, Nuggets at four, Trailblazers at five, Mavericks have dropped down to that sixth spot, Lakers are at seven, Warriors are at eight, Grizzlies at nine, and the Spurs are still holding that 10th spot. As of today's standing, the Lakers, Warriors, Grizzlies, and Spurs would be up for the play-in tournament. So what are some good games to catch tonight? I would say the Clippers versus the Hornets, Bucks versus Pacers, 76ers versus the Heat, Spurs versus the Knicks, and the Trailblazers versus the Suns. So those are some games you might want to look out for tonight. But I'll keep you posted on what's going on with the standings. And like I said, we got the playing tournament coming up next week. I think it's going to be hot. I wanted to thank you specifically for joining me today and listening to my podcast In the Zone with Tamika Nicole. I hope that you enjoyed today's podcast and the topics that we discussed. If you have any comments, opinions, thoughts, questions, anything, please hit me up at Tamika Nicole Zone at gmail.com as I would love to start reading the listeners' opinions, thoughts, questions, and just have some good discussions all around where we get more of your thoughts and opinions as the listener and not just mine. Also, please share my podcast with your friends and family members, your homeboys, your homegirls, anybody that you know that loves sports. I would really appreciate the support as I'm trying to grow and expand with my love of sports. You can also subscribe and find me on Google Podcast, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Breaker. And make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode as we're always talking about the hot topics and having good shows so you don't want to miss out on anything that we have going on. So I appreciate the support and I thank you for joining me today in the zone.